You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show on the Salem Radio Network. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. How do we counter these messages? Tune in as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Counterculture Mom Show, a Dennis Prager affiliated program on the Salem Radio Network. I'm your host, Tina Griffin, and I am with someone who has done something that's been on my hit list for like 20 years. My friend, new friend, Polly Olson, Pollyanna Olson, has been to the White House, but I'm not going to give all the dirt away. Polly, thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Yes, no, you are a free speech activist. That alone got me smiling when I first saw your info come through in my inbox. You are mutual friends to my dear friend, Rachel, whom I grew up with now for 30, 40 years from Green Bay, Wisconsin, my hometown of, what do we have there? Cheese, milk, and the Green Bay Packers. Woo, woo. So the fact that you are coming from Wisconsin also makes this extra sweet here today. People tuning in, watching this, share this video. This is going to inspire people during a time where people are depressed, suicidal, wondering if we're going to get our country back on track, wondering what we can do to make a difference, negative news stories. Okay, I'll, I'll stop there. Point is, Polly has some amazing tips and tools of what she did in her life to do what God called her to do. So we're going to learn about how God can do great things when we are obedient to the little things. And we're going to learn from you, Polly, today, how you went from passing out simple Jesus loves you Valentine's on college campuses to seeing Trump personally sign an executive order because of you to protect the freedom of speech on college campuses. That is phenomenal. Polly, Let's just dig in deep, woman. How did your tradition of handing out these Jesus Loves You Valentines start? Well, I actually started handing them out when I was like eight months old with my mom. Um, Ever since I was able to walk, she'd take us to nursing homes and hospitals um, to hand out God's love. Yes. So um, I've been doing it for 30 years. (laughs) 30 years passing out. So you were still in diapers, passing out Jesus loves you, Valentine's. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. That is so cool. And you're on campus. Your mom's one that took you all around. So point tip number one here for parents tuning in. When we are supposed to do what God's call us to do, take your kids in tow, throw them in that little, I forgot, like I have four kids, but this is like, you know, my youngest is seven. What's that little beanie thing you throw on, like a little backpack, you throw the kid in there. You don't know. You're not married yet. What am I talking about? You moms know what I'm talking about. I was a nanny. Take them to where you are being called by God to witness. Have them be in the action. Have them see you live out what your faith is supposed to live out and do, because then they're going to be gravitating towards that, making a difference versus playing video games 24-7 or Snapchat and everything else, TikTok dangers and all that. So you were passing them out for a very long time. Obviously, your mom left a legacy in you in your blood. And that's what you've been doing. You're passing out these Valentines. You're now, you know, in your teens and early twenties, what was the response when you're on the uh, campuses passing out these awesome Valentines? So, um, growing up, people's responses were, you just made my day. Um, I have never gotten a Valentine before. And these are people in the nursing home. Um, and some, 
some people in the hospitals, like this one little boy was like, what is God? And he looks at his mom confused and his mom looks at us not knowing what to say. So we were able to explain in simple terms who is God and how he is our creator and he loves us so much and wants to bring us closer to him through relationship through Jesus. And just it, it was heart wrenching to hear a little boy who had no idea what God was or who God was and his mom didn't either. And so that's one response. Um, but just after my mom died in 2013, um, Valentine's Day, I was carrying on her legacy. And on my college campus, I decided to hand them out like I had been doing since 2009. Sure. And they came up to me and said that I was violating their um free speech policy, their public assembly policy, and that I wasn't allowed to hand out the Valentines anymore because it was soliciting. Okay. And I was like, wait, quick question on no. that. How, so we have a freedom of speech to be able to share things no matter where we are. I had that same problem when I was speaking the last two decades in schools, kids would come up afterwards and say that my principal threw my Bible in the trash and I was just reading it during lunch hour. Or, and I've heard countless stories like this, or I couldn't wear my cross uh, around my neck, my cross necklace, but we have gangbanger, violent t-shirt, beheading t-shirts that students are wearing. And it's no big deal. They can totally wear it. They don't have to turn inside out, but the Christian t-shirts, they have to turn inside out. So that, but they fought against it and they won that case. So on your college campus where you were passing this out and they said, sorry, your freedom of speech um, has been overridden by our school policy. Were there other flyers on campus? Were other students passing out other kind of flyers? Were there other thoughts about Valentine's Day that were expressed on your college campus? Well, the first time I thought I had gotten things all squared away where they're changing policy, um, they laughed at me, said it would never stand up in court, but they would look into changing the policy. And I'm like, fine, that's, that's what I want. I don't want it to go to court. And Four years later, I found out that they had lied to me wow. and they didn't change policy. So I proceeded in handing out the Valentines again. And that same day I was handing them out within 15 minutes, I was stopped. But there were other students who were handing out invitations to um, other religious uh, ceremonies or rituals that were being taught and shared. And I was like, how is that okay? And my Valentine's aren't. Okay. But there's two, there's two things that I analyzed in what you just said. That is a key thing that I want all parents to listen to really closely and any young people that are tuning in right now. Number one, you mentioned that they were passing out other flyers. So we know if their freedom of speech is being upheld and honored Way to go for fighting with your freedom of speech. Um, because that's the problem going on today is I have uh, kids tell me in middle school, high school, college campuses, uh, email, I mean, just all different ways, message me and say, hey, Tina, I was told I don't have my these rights to be able to express who I am and, and what I want to do. And I challenged them. I told them, have your leadership who is telling you you don't have that right to prove to you that you don't have that right. And they will not be able to find the dirt to back up their false claim. So people right. watching this, because we're not as like you, Polly, because too many people are not doing what you did. 
we are losing our country right now. But there's hope if we start speaking up like you just did. And that's why we're doing this episode today. Number two, you said something that was key. Four years ago, you were told you didn't have that right. They changed school policy. Well, you found out later that um, that they lied to you and they actually didn't change their policy. Mm-hmm. What caused you to look back into that? Because most people say, oh, they said I was done. I can't do it. And they don't check back in to find out that people lied, twisted the truth, uh, wrong information was given because sometimes just wrong information. What caused you to go back and do some more digging? Well, after the first time had happened, um, because my mom had taught me my first amendment rights, she said that I would need to know my rights because someday I would have to stand up and fight for them. Yes. And once everything happened the first time I was, God was calling me into the paralegal field. And so I enrolled in the paralegal program and ended up doing my legal research on First Amendment rights on campus and found out that way that they had changed none of their policies. They were still unconstitutional. And so my teacher was like, oh, well, they just, they enforced it wrong the first time. They don't do that anymore. Wow. Well, they did it a second time. That was too bad for them. <laughs> wow. Um, and the thing I want to just point out is people tuning in, you got to do the research and follow up because- when good people do nothing, our rights aren't heard. If kids are going to public schools today, a lot of them are lying about what their rights are. They're twisting history. They're twisting the laws. A lot of people, a lot of uh, classes aren't even allowed to even teach anything that's government-based of what our rights are. We don't know what our rights are. Um, look at the people on the street right now rioting. They think they have a right to destroy other people's property. Mm-hmm. So we know there's an issue. Um, I just want yeah, I had I had people telling me that I was being prideful and arrogant about my rights. And I was like, no, they're my rights. They're violating the constitution. So the policy doesn't qualify as anything when it doesn't match up with the constitution. And that's that's like things happening in our state right now. They don't match the constitution, but yet they're being put in as law and it's not law if it doesn't match the constitution. Amen. So ultimately parents need to teach their kids what their first amendment, second amendment, all of their rights are so that when they're in situations like I was in, they know how to stand up and say, no, that's not right. You're so right on. And of course, you give me five more spinoffs on this thing. I first want to tell people we have the chat working. Woo, woo, getting better with technology. So if you have a question for Polly during the show, go ahead and shove that in there and we'll get to it. And you're so right. If it's not uh, following the Constitution and it's illegal, these illegal people putting in illegal laws should be thrown behind bars. There's too many really? techniques that we're fo- that we're finding out of right now. And the cool thing is, is the people that used to be far left, I don't even like using that term, but not at all conservative, are now waking up to the dictators that are running their states today, putting these laws in. So we're going to get to the really good juicy part of your story, which is getting an executive order signed because you use your freedom of speech. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so fast forward here. A lot of people love what you passed out. They were thankful for the Valentines. They realized who Jesus was. It was a simple, easy way to get in front of people that's non-offensive, that starts a conversation. Mm-hmm. And for the people, the naysayers in our nation today that have a problem with that, don't take a Valentine. 
Walk away. Yeah, they called them disruptive. So I was a disruptive student soliciting. Um, and I was like, how is this disruptive behavior? It's because <laughs> it's because they know what you're passing out as truth and they're offended by the truth. But you're doing it in a loving manner, and that's all that God that's all that God cares about is a look down from heaven saying you are doing the right thing, keep at it, because those people that are uh, being nasty as a response can no longer tell Jesus face to face someday. No one told me I never knew. They'll have to answer to being nasty to you. And if they have the right to be nasty on the college campus, passing out their flyers or pushy with Buddhism or Muslim or whatever they want to shove out there for their ideas, homosexual agenda, the drag queen story hour, the, the uh, horrible stuff going on in elementary school, middle school at the condom relay races. I mean, come on. If they have the right which they shouldn't have the right. That is completely child abuse in the classroom. But if they are doing that and they expect you doing something positive, it's because they take offense to that. And the crazy thing is when they tell you you're being um, pushy with your agenda and you're offending them, I just tell the millions of kids that I speak to, let them know you're you're offending me. You're offending me with your um, hateful jargon, your hate speech. And honestly, we're trying to do this because we love you. We care about you. And we don't want to have you land up dead or with a disease or pregnant at 12. Um, right, so right. I'm usually not this, you know, like in your face when I talk to students because they really want to know that someone cares. And the way to show that you care is by speaking truth because so many people today are trendy with the trendy messages, which is the opposite. And the kids know it. The kids know it that if you are okay with 52 genders here and, um, uh, you know, violent video games there, they know that it's not, that it's not right. Cause they're looking for something different. So, well, and one of the things that really pushes me to hand these out even more now is the fact that the messages on them came from a really dark time in my life when I was suicidal and depressed. Yeah. God wouldn't leave me in that darkness. And so he had me search his word for his truth. Yeah. About who I was as a daughter of the king and his creation and that I was loved and cherished just where I was at. No matter what sin I had done, I was still loved and cared for. And that's how these Valentines evolved to what they are now is to really send that message to people that there's someone out there that actually loves and cares for them. And there is hope. And who knows? Some of these Valentines may have saved somebody's life that has received them because I've had people like I've had, I had a horrible day that day and you handed me that and it changed everything. I'm telling you what, with the lack of people, um, especially now is when we need it the most, the lack of people getting out of their homes. And I'm talking to myself as well. Um, helping people that really does stand out Polly like it's worth it I get death threats for what I do but it's worth it when you know that you're helping thousands of other kids that are telling you thank you instead of the death threats so it's not going to stop us when we know we're doing what God's called us to do I have a couple quick comments I want to go over way to go for you Polly and your mom for being for you being teachable and your mom being the, the godly example she was and then someone chimed in and said Yes, we need to mention that teachers right now. Now, I want to I just want to preface this by saying there's a lot of amazing teachers that are out there that are teaching in public schools, teaching curriculum they don't want to teach. But if they don't teach it, they lose their job. I understand that. But I'm going to tell you right now, specifically to you people, quit working at that public school and start working at a 
church, uh, start a homeschool group at your churches that are empty five days a week. Um, start your own homeschool course for your neighborhood, your subdivision, and have kids come over there and not take the online public school curriculum. Because yes, as the as one of the people chimed in here, it just came out in the news the last couple of weeks. There are teachers freaking out, the bad teachers teaching bad things that could possibly even be communists that are teaching our are literally that are teaching our students today very graphic content that are, is now going to be streamed into the home. And parents will be watching this from home and they have a chance to say, forget that. We are cutting you off and we're going to homeschool. And for parents watching this, you definitely can homeschool. Chime into a previous episode, episode number 51 about Heidi St. John. It's on my YouTube channel. You can get it on Dennis Prager affiliated podcast, Counterculture Mom podcast. Download it. Listen to it. It's an hour full of detailed info and how you can homeschool your kid. It, it, it isn't that hard. I homeschool four kids. And silver radio, and I loved it. And I was the top of my college class. Oh, and, and you were homeschooled. Yes, yes. And you went to the White House. Let's get to the White House. Dear word, this is like a cliffhanger. Okay, <laughs> a homeschool kid goes to the White House. This is fantastic. So you knew your rights were being violated. You said that's it. Um, you were homeschooled. Your mom told you your rights. You were being violated. And uh, you didn't stop ha- stop handing them out, which I think is phenomenal. It's exactly what I would do. I'd be like, bring the cops on. I know my rights. Um, but what has been the outcome of saying enough is enough? I'm not going to listen to your unconstitutional guidelines on your college campus. Where did that lead? I know it was national news within hours, international news. And then Donald Trump said, hey, come on out. I got something for you. What happened? Fill us in. So 2018, I filed my federal lawsuit Uh, against my school and within a few hours it was all over the radio by the end of the night my first day of class that semester it was all over national news and by the end or yeah national news by the end of the night and then I was on national um, news with Fox and Friends by the end of the week and by that point it had already reached China, India, Germany, all over the world I was having comments from everywhere, just reaching out saying, thanks for standing up. If America loses their freedom, there's no freedom anymore. And I was just like really taken back by that. That is so phenomenal. And the chills you got then and God saying, well done, good and faithful servant was so worth the crazy people on campus that uh, were hurting and needed your message, but weren't ready to receive it. Now, this is a, a killer picture. Explain this to us. What's going on here? Okay, so 2019 um, was the next Valentine's Day, and I had done an interview with Campus Reform, and President Trump happened to be showing it or something. Somehow he found out about my story through that, and he contacted me just before the executive order for freedom of speech was signed and asked if I would come to the White House and speak on behalf of students whose rights are being violated. And, well, (laughs) he gave me the mic. He actually was really, it, it took my breath away how he treated me because he had me stand next to him the entire time I was on stage. He requested that I was the student that was next to him. Wow. He actually, um, told his secret service that I was to bring my Valentine on stage because that was why I was there. And they had told me, no, 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 nothing on the stage with the president. And he's like, no, she's bringing it on stage. And I'm like, 
Wow, that's pretty cool. But did <laughs> so you get a chance also, to give him one? Yeah, okay. Explain that. One. And then he gave me the signing pen for the executive order. That is phenomenal. Okay, explain what's going on right here. This is crazy. Go back to that day. Relive this moment, woman. What happened? Um, so he came up on stage and he shook my hand, put his hand on my shoulder, and it was as if he was saying, I've lost people too. I've got your back. And you don't have to worry. Like, I've got your back. And I was just like taken back the fact that the president of the United States was acknowledging my hurt and my pain and then giving me a voice to voice what had happened to me. And when he asked me to speak, he actually moved the mic so that I could reach it. And I was like, I was just served by the president of the United States. That it just blew my mind. Okay. If you can see me right now, I have chills all over my body. A dream of mine, and I have like a hit list of 10 topics I want to talk to President Trump about, most serious. (laughs) A dream of mine has always been to meet him. So I am like living through you right now. I know with a lot of viewers as well. And the point I want to drive home is that you were obedient with the little things that God gave you. And look at how he blessed you with huge things that literally, that executive order, if I'm right once again, kept the freedom of speech on college campuses that you got to express what you wanted to express. You got to pass out your flyers. You got to share on campus with other students. Had it been not for you, who knows where college campuses would be today? Yeah. Just think a little Valentine changed law in our country. I I want one. Can you send me one so I can put it on my wall in my office every day? I want to give up, which isn't that often, but there's some days I'll look at it and say, no. Yep. Just the little things can make, a world of difference and you never know what God's going to do. I mean, if my mom hadn't died, my story wouldn't have gone international. The message of her Valentine that Jesus loves you would not have reached the nations. So you never know where tragedy will end up taking you. And that's another thing. You just keep pointing out, like you need your own hit list of tips from Polly. Okay. Polly's punch list. There it is. Polly's punch list. And that is, (laughs) When you you don't know where God's going to take you or what he's going to do with the message that he gave you, but you just do what he's called you to do. Because if he would have showed you, you're going to be in the White House and you're going to help change the nation by having this executive order signed, you might have freaked out and said, forget it. I'm going to keep my Valentines at home. I'm, I don't want to, I'm worried about what I'm going to look like. What am I going to say? Am I going to mess up? And God doesn't show us that whole picture. And And I just want to let people know that God gives us these dreams and visions for a reason. He wants us to go out there and create change. He wants us to keep our godly values here in America. He wants us to have our freedom of speech on college campuses. That's why he created you, Polly. And the other thing I want to mention is another one for your punch list is that through tragedy, your mom's death birthed freedom of speech in America. Do you know that she has looking down from heaven right now saying you are awesome and thank you for passing out these amazing Valentines when you were in your diapers. That just blows me away. Christian parents take your kids out on the street during this COVID. I want to say chaos. I want to say cover up time frame and witness <laughs> the people, even in simple stuff like this with your kids, because we can take this nation back. We know that mainstream media is lying to us on a daily basis. We know that these newscasters are puppets that are run by some major mean people, nasty, evil people that need the Lord. 
But Polly worked mm. through that. Polly said, you know what? You're saying I can't. And I say I can. I know my rights. So I'm going to show you that I can. Did you ever find out what happened to some nasty people trying to stop you in your tracks? Like, here's, here's what I would have done. This is really funny. And I've done this in the past. I would have invited, if you knew the people's names were trying to stop you, I would have just sent them a quick little text or an email or somehow on social media. Hey, I'm going to be on Fox and Friends. Remember that time you told me to be quiet and shut up on campus? I'm now on Fox and Friends talking about this crazy situation. Don't worry, I won't mention your last name. But because of you, I got to have an executive order signed at the White House. So maybe look them up. Well, they know. They are fully aware of what happened because of it. That rocks. Okay, I love that. I'm not trying to be like nasty or mean, but just trying to say we know our rights. And I'm done with us being silenced. I'm done with us being silenced. No more. Not you have our to be walk. Peter and Paul and go back and preach in Jesus's name. Absolutely. Even if we're too. That's so cool. Okay, so the one thing I want to ask you quick, got a couple minutes left. When you left the White House and you are traveling back home, what did God tell you to do was the next step? Like you're thinking that's the biggest dream ever. But what did God tell you to do after that? Can you tell the viewers because of all of this, you are now doing this? What is your ministry today? What's happening? Don't talk about what's going on in 24 days. I want to share that a little bit later. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I actually ended up starting a um, free speech for campus nonprofit. And mm. you can check it out on my website. Um, I have a link to my nonprofit on my website. I have the full story of everything that's happened, video links, everything. Um, so my nonprofit is basically um, an organization that will walk through whatever the situation is where students' rights or faculty's rights are being violated in freedom of speech. and get them media coverage, get them legal assistance, and really go to those meetings that I had to go to alone the first time. The second time I had lawyers and I was like, hey, this is easy. (laughs) But students need to know that they have that support. And that's what this organization is going to do is be those people that show up to those meetings and say, no, this student has the right to speak. Let them speak. Uh, That is so powerful. People tuning in, we have a voice. Many of us are frustrated. We feel like our rights have been violated. We feel that leaders have put a chokehold on us and caused us to stop breathing. But we're not dead yet. God's still in control. He wins in the end. So all I know is I'm going to go down. If I die in this process, I'm going to go down fighting. And I know you are too, Polly. And the, oh yeah, it's it's everyday thinking about if Christ comes back, which I believe he's right around the corner. What do we For want sure. to be busy doing? Complaining, um, frustrated, or doing, or, doing or, or posting on Facebook. I'm even talking to myself once again here. Posting on Facebook, the nasty news. And I always look at stuff and I'm like, okay, I want to make sure people are aware. But what are the solutions? You are the solution, Polly. People like you are the solution. You give me hope to keep doing what I'm doing every single day. Um, when I heard your story and I read your story to email two weeks or two days ago, 48 hours, I'm like, you're on my show in 48 hours. I'm not waiting any longer to get you out there because we have to have people doing what you're doing. So people pick a problem and then ask God for a solution. And he's not going to sit there and say, Barb, Carla, Dan, I'm not ready to give you that answer yet. People, well, he probably doesn't sound like that. The point is, he's going to tell you, Barb, Carla, Dan, here's exactly what I've called you to do for this specific time, this specific purpose. Write this down quick because I'm going to give you a lot. 
He's going to totally open the floodgates on what we can do with the talents and giftings he gave us right now to win back our country for him. The last thing I want to go over, we know about your website. It's all the show notes, guys. I have her website. I have her nonprofit. Can we, people, are you in, like, people can give to you, right? They can donate. They can donate. Yep. Give to Polly. Pitch in for Polly. <laughs> Pitch in for Polly. All right. And that info is all. You might not have below. the links set up quite right for donations. So please email us and let us know. Absolutely. Which means tax write off. Maybe you can find a donor out there that'll match dollar for dollar. That's what we got right now. If people want to donate to Counterculture Mom, keep this show rolling. Text the word donate to the number 55444. In fact, you know what, Polly? For the next week, whoever donates to Counterculture Mom, I'm going to give you half of funding that comes in for your ministry. Um, so that's, what's going to happen for 20, for seven days, whatever hours that is. I know I homeschool, but you guys get the gist one full week. <laughs> I'm going to give you half of whatever comes in people. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So the last but not least sweet thing happening in 24 days or yeah, 24 days. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. So in the process of your mother's Valentine's, God brought you your Valentine. Give us the gist. woman. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> no. Yeah. So I got a message when I was at the white, like right after the white house from this young Marine. And he was like, Hey, thanks for standing up. I'm a Christian and a veteran. I am so proud to be an American when I see stories like yours taking a stand for our freedom too. And I thought nothing of it. I was like, no stranger danger. Well, Christmas, I was like, God, I cannot do this freedom of speech stuff without somebody by my side. And he had changed his profile picture. We weren't friends. He changed his profile picture to a shark. And I was like, hey, nice shark. Well, then we started talking and turned out that we had everything in common. Um, And well, May, we got engaged and now we're getting married. <laughs> okay. You met him how long ago? Cause we're May to June, June to July, July to August. You're not waiting long woman. Uh, th- you, you beat our nine month. Luke and I got engaged and married nine months later. You did it in 12 weeks. That's crazy. How long have you known him? So, well, if you don't count the four or five exchanges between being at the white house and Christmas, Christmas, the day after Christmas is when we started talking and we first met Leap Day and then we got engaged um, Memorial Day week. So that is phenomenal. When you know people, you know, you know, Yeah, I was 30 but when I've I got married and praying for my future husband since I was little. I created a list of qualities I was looking for in a godly man. I didn't and know. I was asking, yeah. I was asking him all these questions. I'm like, no way, no way. He can't be, he can't be. He's halfway across the country, no way. And he answered every question correctly. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, what's going on? I just want to tell people, that is fantastic. That's what I wanted. I had a hit list. And when I met Luke and we talked on the phone, if he's watching right now, he's gonna be like, no, don't share that story. Um, He didn't pass the test, but God still (laughs) told me, this wild man is to be your partner in crime because when we speak together, wow, the kids relate to him and, and flock to him because of his testimony. It's crazy. But I love how God brought you guys together. That is phenomenal. People, you got it around this video on the show notes. You will see her website. 
uh, text the word donate to 55444 to be able to donate to Counterculture Mom. Half of that is going to you for the next week. So do that. Definitely jump on board if you want to give a text right off on that. We've got a Facebook link um, in the show notes to connect with you on Facebook. We've got a YouTube channel. I saw it. It's awesome. A lot of great interviews on there. Podcast. You have a podcast. People, check out the podcast link in the show notes. Um, We have a download our free parent media guide. If you guys can subscribe to the Counterculture Mom podcast, that'd be fantastic. When you subscribe and leave a review for me, take a screenshot, email it to us at info at counterculturemom.com. I'll put this in the show notes. And we will send you this free parent media guide. It's awesome. Uh, you want to definitely download our um, Counterculture Mom app. It's phenomenal. Definitely check that out. It has a lot of great tips and tools in there. It has a parent chat section where we connect parents across the country with people that already solve certain problems in their area. Then they can help parents who are currently trying to solve problems. We also have the Pop Culture Alert, our most popular section, 15 research and, researchers and writers, you guys, on our team. They're phenomenal social media people. we got it all helping out at the moment to pump out this content because there's so much we have to keep our kids uh, sheltered from. But then we also pump out a ton of positive entertainment choices, video games, TV shows, movies, magazines. Download that Counterculture Mom app and you want to get the premium section for three bucks a month. All of that goes towards paying. It supports our actual ministry and staff of 15 people. So Download that Counterculture Mom app. You will absolutely love it. So that is the gist, guys. You definitely want to get the app. Donate, help out. There's a couple more people chiming in, and then we're going to call it a night. Name of your nonprofit. Uh, Facebook users want to know, what's your name of your nonprofit, woman? It's Free Speech for Campus, um, Inc. Okay. FreeSpeechForCampus.org. Okay. We have to make sure we have that in show notes. I will add that for the Facebook user. We have another person that said, wow, that's awesome. Thanks for chiming in. Um, I have the uh, same list. That's awesome. There's a lot of people that have that high priority list. Just know mm-hmm. that no one's perfect. I mean, I had, I was looking oh. for perfection with Luke and he's like, are you serious? Like I'm ever going to hit that. And then God's like, girl, you're not perfect yourself. You better watch your own list. Um, right. I have, you know more- when it's right. Yeah. You totally will know when it's right. Don't rush it. The book, Two Days or Less, helped me make a list, too. Awesome. Two Days or Less. Mm-hmm. Max chimed in. Okay, I'm a little new. Hello, everyone. Blessing to you all. Max, thank you so much. Blessing to you, too. Thanks for chiming in. Counterculture Mom Show. Everybody, thank you for raising mm-hmm. counterculture kids with me. Thank you, Polly, for being a guest. I think it's awesome. I'll be praying for your wedding date. Um, if they don't close the borders off, I want to come out and be a guest. Can I might invite myself to your wedding? You sure can. <laughs> Some of the posse, Rachel and the gang. It's an hour. I hope raise, so. Yes, it's an hour to raise counterculture kids with you guys. Share this video far and wide because if you guys got great insight on this, I we need you to spread it out to the masses before Facebook, you know, blocks us. So get this information out there. It's positive in between all these crazy stories. Um, until next time, this is Tina Marie Griffin on Dennis Prager Affiliated Program, Salem Radio Network. Thanks a lot, you guys. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin on the Salem Radio Network. Check out all of our helpful resources at counterculturemom.com. You can also get our free parent media guide loaded with positive entertainment options by texting the word GUIDE to the number 55444. And don't forget to download the new Counterculture Mom app to get critical pop culture alerts straight to your phone.